You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. So I thought I'd do something a little fun this week and take you behind the scenes to recap our recent launch of the Consulting Framework Accelerator Program. We just wrapped up the launch for the August 2021 cohort, and it was incredible. We have 16 amazing women who just kicked off the program in our two-day intensive this week, and I'm still on a high from it. The caliber of ladies who joined the Consulting Framework Accelerator program did not disappoint yet again. This is our second time running the program, and I cannot tell you how impressed I am. These are women who are all committed to taking their business to the next level by stepping into their expertise, acknowledging that they have expertise that needs to be shared with the world in a way that gets results by guiding, by sharing strategic development, by being a trusted advisor in people's businesses, by shifting from the one who is delivering the results tangibly by doing and implementing to coming alongside business owners and providing that strategic expertise. There's such a demand for it. There is so much value in it. And there's a lot of work when you are moving from service provider who is doing the doing and into that role. And that's really what we focus on inside of the Consulting Framework Accelerator, allowing these women to step into a place that they're desiring to be that is within their zone of genius, amplifying their true skill set, and then being able to get massive results for clients. So it's it's such a fun thing to watch unravel. And I get to be part of the process. And again, I'm just part of it. So I want to take you behind the scenes in terms of our launch. And honestly, the last two launches we've done for this program and share some things that worked really well, some things that didn't work well and that I didn't love, and some of my favorite parts of of launching this program. So we're recording this August 2021. I want to back up to February of this year. This program didn't exist. The idea for this program didn't even exist. It came to me literally while sitting at my desk in Las Vegas when we were still living in Las Vegas after a call with with somebody who was coming to me to look for coaching help. And I was like, wow, so many women come to me and they're like, I want to scale. I feel really stuck in my business. I no longer want to do the doing. The messages are the same and they're all looking for how do I step into a place that sets me apart from being the person who delivers through execution, right? I have more in terms of how I can offer results to clients. I have more in in terms of my desires. And that's when the Consulting Framework Accelerator was was born. It's like the idea shot from the sky and I was like, I have to create this program. So we had pretty lofty goals for 2021 in terms of our team and what we wanted to do and what we were focused on. And then here comes this. And I went to my team and I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to build this program. Let's make it happen. And everybody was on board and everybody was so lit up. And within two days, we had the framework built out and I had whiteboarded it out and we were sharing screenshots and we were voxering. 
And then it was like, let's just see how many people might be interested. And so we we shared the potential of doing this thing over in the Facebook group and the thread blew up and we were like, we have to do this right away. We made this program come to life in under a month and it was incredible and it wasn't messy. It was targeted and it was streamlined and it was because it was so meant to be. My whole team was so dialed into bringing this to life. It was the coolest thing. Like I wish that I had it recorded some way and then we could watch it back in like slow-mo because it would be the most fascinating thing. But this was true alignment. This was full embodiment in terms of everybody was had had the highest level of buy-in. So we bring this thing to life. We launch it to the Up Level Lounge Facebook group and to my list essentially. And we have 20 ladies who enroll in the first round and it was phenomenal. We kicked it off with a two-day intensive. We had seven total weeks of coaching. We had our accountability coach, Kiva Slade. We had guest experts and it was incredible. And we already had a wait list going for the next round. So it was like, how do we fit that in? And oh, by the way, I was moving across the country and Katie, my business manager, was moving to Germany and we just had a lot of things going on. So the soonest we could make it happen again was this August launch that we just wrapped up and now we're kicking off the cohort. So we knew that we had to do a lot of work in advance. And so that's one thing that worked really, really well for us. We took our fast and and kind of messy launch that we did for the first round that honestly went really well and it felt really authentic. And we didn't have all of this, you know, extensive project plan. And coming from somebody who has a background in working as an online business manager inside people's businesses and being part of big launches, I hate launching. I swore I would never launch. And I don't even like using the term, but yes, we launched, but it was in a way that was authentic. It was a way that was like telling people who were looking for a solution that I had created a solution. If they wanted to jump on the bandwagon, let's do it. And here's what it was going to be. And that's how I've pretty much launched every program from group coaching to the mastermind to the strategy session masterclass. We do it messy, but we do it authentically. And so we took that messy, authentic approach to launching that worked really well for the March round. And we just kind of amplified it a little bit and batched our content ahead of time. And everybody on the team, again, came together and we created a marketing plan and we made sure we had our promotion um, graphics done because we were on a short timeline. I knew I was going to get here to, where am I? Montgomery, Alabama. (laughs) To Montgomery, Alabama. And barely be settled in my home. And lo and behold, I wasn't. I still didn't have a desk yet. It was a disaster, right? But we knew that we had a short timeline in terms of being able to basically open cart, tell people that we were enrolling for this next round of the cohort, and then be able to hit that timeline of opening up the doors for an August kickoff because we didn't want to wait too long. And we have the retreat in October and our team is going to take off the month of December. So there was a lot of things that we were, you know, making sure that we could fit this timeline into. So we did a lot of prep work and adhering to a timeline that worked for us. So that's one of the things that worked really well. I also knew that I wanted to do something that would serve my community in a way that wasn't just selling to them, in a way that wasn't only speaking to people who were considering consulting. I wanted to do something that would provide value to whoever wanted to join in. And I personally am really burnt out on challenges. So I didn't want to do a challenge. I was really clear on that. And so what we came up with was doing a series, a training series, a a coaching series where I could show up and talk about a topic that so many people come to me to discover, which is what else is possible in my business. So we called it the Reimagine Your Business series. And I know that many of you listening took part in it and it was so much fun. And if you didn't, 
I'm so sorry because you missed out on a giant party. And we we held it over in the Up Level Lounge Facebook group. And we had three days of me coaching every single day. And we had a workbook. And so, like I said, we had a timeline and we knew that I would be able to teach the week of July 19th. I didn't want to teach the next week because I was turning 40 years old. And so I was I was doing a really good job protecting my time for what I needed in terms of personal whether it was the move or whether it was the birthday. And so we built our quote unquote launch plan around that. We built our launch plan around what our team needed with everybody moving and so many things going on. And we stuck to that. Instead of trying to put business first and make our lives fit around that, we embodied what we believe in creating a business that supports our lifestyle instead of the other way around. So that's another thing that worked really well. We honored our boundaries. And so we created this wonderful, super fun training series, right? And then the other piece that we incorporated that went so, so well is we invited alumni from the March group to come in and share their stories for those people who were interested in potentially exploring consulting. Because it's one thing if I talk about my passion and why I love consulting and how I've scaled my business with consulting, but to hear how other people have benefited from reimagining their business and stepping into a different realm of possibility and what that means to them, right? Because what it looks like in my business is very, very different from what it looks like in Cheryl's business or Kelly's business or Sarah's business. Everybody had a very different take. I'm encouraging you, if you're just now catching this, go over the Up Level Lounge, go back through the videos and listen to everyone's stories. Selena shared, Kim shared, everybody had a different take in terms of of what the consulting framework accelerator uncovered for them and what they took away from it. Some of it was, oh my gosh, I've pivoted completely into consulting. Some of it was, I landed a corporate consulting opportunity. Some of it was, I learned that I wanted consulting to be a small part of my business, but I still love the implementation. So like I said, the takeaway is different for each and every person, but what it did for all of them collectively is it enhanced their confidence in their own abilities, in stepping into the belief that they have expertise to share in a very strategic level to get results in a way that don't look the same as implementing. And that was so exciting. And and for me, that was one of my other favorite parts is just watching them share their stories with other people and seeing the resonation that happened by the listeners and the group and the conversations that were happening. And it was so much fun. It was, it was just, it was a treat. It was an honor for me to hear that my efforts were making a difference in people's lives, but also encouraging peers. And so that was super cool. The other part that worked really well for us is we didn't make it all about selling. Like I said, it was important for me to make sure that I was teaching something that would resonate with many different people at many different stages of business in my audience and that weren't necessarily interested in potentially joining the CFA. That was a part of it. But by having the Reimagine Your Business series as the front end to our launch, it was authentic. It was real. I was serving my audience in a way that met their needs and brought together community and conversation and support and collaboration and honestly filled up my cup because I love teaching. I love teaching live. And I had kind of been off the grid for two months while our family moved from Vegas to Montgomery. And and I was craving that, that connection with my people. So that it felt so good to me. It was a way to really give back and to show up and just get people excited again about what's possible in their business. So there's a lot of things that worked really well. You know, we created a program essentially out of thin air in a very short period of time that turned into a $120,000 program collectively 
in a six-month period of time. That's one heck of a win. We tested out ads for three months to let people outside of our audience know about the Consulting Framework Accelerator with a free guide. But beyond that, we didn't do any paid advertising, okay? So we we did test out some paid advertising to the the free guide. I'm not sure if I will do that again. Yes, it brought some people in, but it wasn't like life-changing and game-changing. So that's one thing, like, I'm not sure if it was good or bad. I'm not a huge fan of paid advertising for my business. And here's why. What works really well for me is the connection piece. So what you don't get to see is the behind the scenes and what's happening and how many conversations I'm having with people in the DMs and the personalized Loom videos I'm having or the sales calls that I'm having while we're launching on Saturdays. I'm meeting my clients where they're at. You know, Karen who joined, I I hopped on at nearly nine o'clock my time because she is across the world in the Philippines and I wanted to be able to accommodate her time zone if she's interested in joining my program. That piece is authentic to me. That piece works. I would rather spend time and effort to be able to truly get to know people and find out, are they the right fit for my program? Um, Can I meet their expectations and their needs based on what I'm able to deliver and have those real conversations versus just selling people into a program? That's never going to resonate with me. And so the ads, I'm still not sure about. Yes, I want to be transparent that we did test out ads this time around, but on a very low-key scale. So most of the effort was put into the actual relationship building, not from anything else that was fancy, from a tiny Facebook group that is still under a thousand people, from talking about it here on this podcast to talking about it on Instagram stories. So I share that with you because real authentic connection converts, right? People will still crave that. Your people will resonate with you. They will show up and they want to buy from you if you are willing to show up in a way that really connects with them. So for me, that's what matters. And I'm going to continue to do that. It is more important that I have the ability to teach for three days and have enough time during a launch to be the person on the sales calls, to be the person who is in the DMs, to be the person who's making personalized Loom videos. That is more important to me than any amount of money in the world. I would rather have a sustainable business that makes a great amount of profit, but allows for me to still show up. Like I don't want to be so big that I don't have the ability or the time or the bandwidth to be the one answering those questions. I don't like that. I don't like to invest in those types of programs myself. So I don't want to become that. And that is a conversation that has been going on for about the past year, but really a lot lately behind the scenes with my team, because we know that that's what we want. We are getting to the place where we want to now sustain and enhance and amplify what we've already created. And that, my friends, is super exciting. And I am thrilled to be able to be clear on that instead of, I want to be a million dollar business. I said it during the Reimagine Your Business series. Like, I don't. Like, that is not what I aspire to be. Maybe someday that's what will happen. But if it happens authentically and organically in a way that I can still be present and touch my people, that is a possibility. But for now, where we're at is is so special. And I really, really am grateful for it. So here's where, like, I just want to celebrate that with my team because of having the right team, because of them being in total alignment, understanding my audience and and our audience, I want to say, and our clients and what their needs are. We were, were able to create an over six-figure program in a six-month time period. We launched the first round in less than a month, and then we've done the second cohort, and we did this massively by 
truly showing up and connecting with our audience, not because we were running thousands and thousands of dollars worth of ads and growing a massive audience. We did this with a small audience. Like my email list is under 5,000 people and my Facebook group is less than 1,000 people at the time of recording this. My Instagram, I don't I don't know where we're at, maybe like 1,500. I don't have the biggest audience out there, but I have the most perfect audience for, for me and I continue to grow and cultivate it with the right people. And do I have a secret weapon strategy? No. I show up as my authentic self. And what what I have found is when something doesn't feel right, I have to pay attention to that and give myself permission not to do it. So I want to empower you to do the same thing. You don't have to do all of the shiniest, craziest launch strategies. Do something that feels authentic to you. One of our big takeaways and what didn't work super well was our goal setting. We set some goals in terms of enrollment numbers, a big, better, and best goal. And we only made it to our big goal right? Big, better, best. Yeah. We only made it to our big goal. And I say, we only made it to our big goal. Our big goal was still pretty big. But what I found is that as the launch was wrapping up, I was getting really obsessed with those numbers. And I had to ask myself, why? What was the deal with them? Like, why did I care? And it was the competitiveness that was coming out with myself. My ego was showing up. And when I realized that it got quiet really quickly. And I was like, who cares? Like, who cares about these goals? Why did I set them? I set them because I I should. I told myself, oh, I should set goals because that's what you do in a launch. I broke one of my own cardinal rules. I set a goal because I felt like I should. And if you coach with me, you've heard me say, like, don't ever do something because you should. Make sure that you are strategic about it. Make sure it's in alignment. And so Katie and I had a conversation on Voxer and I shared with her, I was like, I didn't set goals in a way that was holistic and authentic to me, which is exactly one of the things I teach and coach on when you coach with me in the mastermind or coach with me privately. And I said, we have to set goals differently next time. So we explored what that looked like and came up with some really great ideas. So that was one of the things is like the goals weren't in alignment and I didn't hit my best goal, right? And that's okay because who cares? We we still did a massively great job and we got 16 amazing women in there. And honestly, like that's a sweet spot to be at and I'm so grateful for it. But I caught myself getting carried away with the just wanting to get to the next and the next and the next. I got on that cycle for a second, but here's the win. I got off of it really quickly. I identified like, whoa, why am I being motivated by this? This doesn't reflect anything. Like who says this should even be a thing? So that was one thing that I wanted to highlight. Make sure that when you're setting goals, that they really mean something to you and and carry that over to to your clients, right? When they're launching, like why these goals? What does it mean? What's going to be different if you hit these different levels? And so instead of it just being a number, maybe it's about a certain type of person, or maybe it's about being able to give back in a certain way if you do something, whatever the thing is, and making sure that there's a reward built in. Like that's really important too. And that's something that I've learned from, from these big launches is making sure there's a way to celebrate it. And for me, it's really important not only to celebrate it with myself, which is hard to do, but I want to celebrate it with the people who also made this possible, my team, my community. So we we did some fun things and we gave away prizes and, and we made it fun instead of just about selling into a program, which I, if you've been following me for a while now, you know, that's not my style. That's not who I am. Like, it's more like, Hey, we're opening doors to an opportunity. If you want to work on this, if this feels in alignment, like there's nothing salesy about what we do, but I always want to make sure it's extra, not salesy. So I think that this messy non-launching style of launching is 
so great for me. And yes, this was the most dialed in it's ever been, but it still didn't feel forced. It felt really authentic. It felt like me. And it felt like I got to show up in a way that was live and real. And, you know, we added things behind the scenes on the fly and we said, oh my gosh, let's do this. And have you talked to this person? Oh, that's another thing I wanted to share is making sure that you're paying attention to the data. So we did a lot of things in preparation. You know, Rachel prepared the most amazing like email sequence to go out and Samantha worked really hard on making sure that social media was ready to go. And we had all hands on deck in terms of, and this wasn't planned. It's not like we were like, I feel like we were at the starting line of a race and somebody shoots off the starting gun and like, let's go. That's not how we were. Like, I didn't even have to do that. My team was so aligned. They were all hands on deck because they wanted to and they believed in this launch. And so it was like, hey, here's who's opening the emails. And have you made sure that you responded to this person? Because I am the ones in the DMs. Even though Samantha has access and she can see my DMs, she was also making sure that no one was getting overlooked and that um, Heather was in the community Facebook page and making sure that people's questions were getting answered by sending me a Slack message and saying, hey, make sure that you respond to this person. I, I don't want it to get overlooked because there was so many things going on. And I care so deeply about making sure that each and every person is touched personally by me if they have a question or if they're participating. But I'm just one person and we had a lot of stuff going on. So having my team also have eyes on everything was so cool and so special. And so a huge kudos and shout out and thank you to my team and having such an interest in the success of this and celebrating along with me and, and, you know, celebrating me when, when I was really heads down and being hard and competitive on myself and be able to say, oh my gosh, but hold on a second. There was a part, like this is a funny blooper part. There was a part where I was like, well, I think we're going to hit our goal. And my team was like, what are you talking about? We already have, that was yesterday. And I was like, oh, like I was so into looking at studying the people who had already come into the program and paying attention to, oh my gosh, how many people have an 8353 Colby versus a 7623 or whatever the thing was. Like I get so amped about prepping for the CFA. Like I get super nerdy and I had already lost track of the fact that we'd already hit our goal. So <laughs> that was also a really fun thing. And my husband, I told him and he was like shaking his head like, oh my gosh, like that's so classic, right? But it was a really, really fun launch. And this program has become just the, such a cornerstone of our business. And it is the signature, it is the signature program. Like I can finally say I have a signature program. The Consulting Framework Accelerator is our signature program. And our next cohort is going to be early 2022. Sometime at the end of January, beginning of February, we don't have the exact dates yet. We already have a wait list going for that. And what we did, oh, that's another piece that was really, really, it went well. We had a wait list and we opened up the enrollment to the wait list first. And we filled up 10 spots in less than four days because of that wait list, because those people were already engaged, ready to go. I had already reached out to them, let them know that cart would be opening on the 19th of July. And they were like marking their calendars ready to go. So that also works super well because that left the rest of the time to focus on new people or people who were just newly considering it. So we did a really great job as a team, putting together something that felt not stressful at all. And we had a lot of fun with it. And so I really encourage you, if you're getting ready to launch something or you are launching something or you hate launching like me, to to look at how can you create a way to launch things that feels authentic and that is messy and that is your style and allows you to show up in a way that's easy and it's possible. That's really, really what I want to share in terms of this message today. And it's not going to be perfect, but you have to go into it with an abundance 
growth mindset and say, what can I learn with from this? How can we enhance the plan next time? This didn't work great. This didn't feel great. But what did I learn from it? And if you can approach it in that way and give yourself permission to do it your way and and surround yourself with a good team, like you're going to have some secret ingredients to make some serious magic happen. I hope that you've enjoyed some behind the scenes, some real talk about what it looked like to do a second multi five figure launch in less than six months, because I never imagined that I would be doing that this year. And it happened and I'm grateful and I'm excited and I'm over the moon. So don't ever assume that you have it all figured out yet in terms of your offer stack, because the next great idea could literally be waiting to fall from the sky. So being open to listening to your prospects and your clients and hearing what they need from you. And if if it comes to you and you have the right team, go and build that thing and put it out in the world because you could be in this exact same spot in, an, in the very near future where you're saying like, holy cow, I just launched a second time, a program that I didn't even know was going to be in existence seven months ago. So I hope that's going to be your story. I hope that this was fun to listen to. And thank you for being part of my awesome community. I am so grateful for you. And I will see you right here next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.